It's five minutes with me. A few years back, I got to visit Beijing, China, where I spoke at a youth event for a collection of teenagers from expat churches all over the country. One of the youth pastors, who has since become one of my closest friends, he took me to visit the Great Wall of China. And those who know me would not be surprised to find out that while standing on that Great Wall, I had a couple thoughts about youth ministry. You're likely familiar with the basic, almost incomprehensible facts about the Great Wall, constructed in various phases over hundreds of years, the massive thing snakes precariously across mountain ridges and through deep valleys for 3,900 miles. Add that to sections of trenches and natural barriers like impassable ridges and rivers, the whole thing stretches 5,500 miles. Everyone has seen photos of this beast and standing on it and trudging up and down its steep inclines and declines tends to force one to contemplate the willpower it took to build. And somehow this got me thinking about youth ministry. Let's face it, as a, as a breed, we youth workers, myself very much included, tend to be forward-leaning people. We have a collective, almost rabid longing for what's new and next and to be fair, this may be partially a reflection of the youth culture we serve within, but I think it also betrays a deeper flaw in our thinking. We want a quick fix. If that other church suddenly gets an influx of teenagers, we assume whatever they're doing must be good and worthy of being copied. And if that other church appears to be doing something edgy, we pay attention, wondering if we should label it heresy or brilliance. Or if that opinionated speaker or writer uses hyperbole to tell us we're not being faithful to our calling unless we do whatever. I hope you know I'm looking in the mirror here. We rush to beat ourselves up over our lack of compliance to the next big thing. We hurry to build the biggest, baddest program. Then we rush to embrace a small group approach. approach. Then we pendulum to candles and contemplation. Then we throw it all out in exchange for whatever the kids say we should do. And all the while, we wonder what we're missing. What shiny puff of newness we should try next. Yes, I'm speaking with hyperbole here. Remember, I'm one of those opinionated podcasters. Plenty of youth workers mindlessly stay the course and never change. But I'll admit, I'm much more like the leaf on the wind. But it's difficult not to see the value of determination and a ruthless commitment to one mission while standing on the Great Wall of China. I'll even go so far as to say there's something beautiful about the patience of plodding. I am regularly the subject of these verses. Ecclesiastes 1.14, I have seen all things that are done under the sun, all of them meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Ecclesiastes 11.4, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. Ouch. Ephesians 4.14, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. And of course, the big confrontation to my youth ministry double-mindedness, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. 
But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. That's James 1, 5-8. Now, I know the Great Wall metaphor isn't perfect. Surely, power was abused and people were treated like chattel in getting that thing built. But there's something stunning about the singularity of vision, the lack of double-mindedness, the ponderous, tedious, lumbering steadiness that resulted in a hand-built wall more than half the length of my 12-hour flight to get to it. And it stands there, impervious to winds, hundreds, and for some sections, thousands of years later. It makes me wonder what a youth ministry with that kind of staying power would look like. The Youth Cartel Podcast Network.